welcome to episode 24 of the Life Debt Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Orm, and on today's show, we're talking Star Wars Mandalorian news, Lego are retiring a bunch of sets, I'm throwing my hat in the ring on the Raylo theory. This week, I've listened to some podcasts, and in the blog this week, and it's very, very special announcement for something that's coming very, very soon. All that and more? Okay, no, just all that after the business. In the business this week, you can visit the blog at www.mystarwarslifedebt.tk. You can search for us on Facebook. Just search for My Star Wars Life Debt. Join the group and please, please, please join the conversation. You can follow me on Twitter at BloodyOrm, B-L-O-O-D-Y-O-R-N-E. You can email the blog and the podcast at lifedebtpodcast at outlook.com. Please, please, please email the show and get your voice, well, get your words heard by the masses. And maybe I'll be able to answer it as well. Um, and of course, our Patreon. You can visit the www.patreon.com forward slash my Star Wars life debt. Uh, we have a single $1 tier and that will get you all of the perks that are listed and more to come. Um, so yeah, that's it for the business, and we'll get on with the show. So, um, we've had a little bit of Mandalorian news uh, come out this week. Uh, Variety has uh, reported uh, something that Making Star Wars Darknet reported about a month ago, that Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones and Narcos is being cast in The Mandalorian. Now, Variety are making out that he's just signing the deal now, but they've been filming for a month, so uh, speculation is rife with, is the person who's been walking around in The Mandalorian costume a stunt double, or a Variety just putting this out now, even though it's old news? Uh, there's been a rumour uh, that Carl Weathers of uh, Predator... And Rocky Fame is supposedly uh, cast in the series. And Gina Carano uh, from Deadpool um, and MMA Fighting has been cast in the series and has been seen on set. Uh, MakingStarWars.net has a number of pictures of her on set. Um, MakingStarWars.net, Jason Ward has also posted images from the set of... Uh, Death Troopers, uh, numerous stormtroopers, uh, Taika Waititi directing, uh, directing some stuff on location, and just today, uh, a, a strange canal uh, has been built, and uh, Skiff has been seen in this canal. So speculation is that the Mandalorian characters will do something. On the skiff. Uh, so yes, great, great stuff coming out from the Mandalorian, uh, coming from the set, and um, as as has been going on for the past month or so, making net is providing some great, great scoops and great set of pictures uh, from the show. So long may they be able to continue doing that, so we can get more and more Mandalorian news. Uh, because, you know, despite what we've had from John Favreau 
in regards to a few props and uh, the one official image. We've not really heard much more since, so uh, it's always good to hear more stuff, even if it's not quite official. So a big thanks to Jason Ward of MakingStyles.net for all that hard work that he's doing there and bringing, uh, bringing as many scoops as possible to the fans. So uh, that's it for news this week. So um, we'll get into the next segment, which is going to be about Lego sets. So, uh, the other day, I think it was uh, Saturday or Sunday, I came across um, a thread on a Star Wars Lego group that I follow on Facebook, and they mentioned that a few sets of the Star Wars Lego were being retired, so I had a quick look to see if there was anything uh, that's on my wish list um, that was being retired and whether or not I had to jump in there. Um, and I was very surprised to find that um, in the UK Lego store, uh, they are marking 27 sets up for retirement. Um, so I'll just run through the list of the sets now. Um, so the Ultimate Collector Series Snowspeeder that came out uh, last year is being retired. Um, a bunch of uh, Last Jedi sets are going, so the First Order Star Destroyer, the Resistance Bomber, Rathtar Escape, Kylo Ren's TIE Silencer, Defensive Crate, um, First Order ATST, the First Order Heavy Scout Walker, Resistance Transport Pod, um, First Order Specialist Battle Pack, uh, First Order Transport um, Battle Pack, um, Ski Speeder versus the First Order Walker Microfighter. And other non-Last Jedi sets that are going are the Arrowhead from uh, LEGO Freemaker Adventures, as well as Track 1 from that same uh, series. Um, the Y-Wing from uh, the Rogue One Second Wave. Um, the quad, Jakku Quad Jumper Mos Eisley Cantina. Um, the Sandspeeder, Yoda's Jedi Starfighter, Luke's Landspeeder, Jewel and Naboo, um, Tatooine Battle Pack, Bounty Hunter Speeder Bike Battle Pack, um, Republic Fighter Tank, and the La and the Jedi Starfighter with Hyperdrive. Now, this is a really big way, um, like group of sets to be retiring. Um, I mean, some of the Last Jedi sets are about two years old. Uh, the Ultimate Collector series, Snowspeeder, is uh, about two and a half years old. Now, I find it very interesting that you know that's been that's been around for two and a half years. Um, yet, the Ultimate Collector series, Slave One, has been going for a lot longer than that and is still uh, available mainly through like Lego stores and stuff. But you know that's been going a long time yet. The Snowspeed, the Ultimate Collector series Snowspeeder is, you know, fell is much newer than that and is going now. Um, now I'm quite lucky. Uh, the majority of these sets are ones that I've either already got or I'm not keen on. Um, there is one though in that in all of the twenty seven. There's one that I really do want to get, and that's the uh, Resistance Bomber. Um, 
I've been keeping my eye on the price of that. And uh, so, yeah, I've now kind of, I'm going to bite the bullet and get that on my Christmas list. Uh, <laughs> um, some sets I'm really not surprised that are going or, you know, I think should have gone a bit sooner. Definitely the First Order um, Heavy Scout Walker. I mean, that that vehicle came out with the first wave of Last Jedi sets and actually isn't in the film. Um, a slightly modified version of it is seen in the film as the vehicle that drags the um, battering ram cannon. Um, but I think, you know, they were possibly going to be in the film, um, and then, because, like, they get the, uh, they get, like, the art and everything quite early, that s some stuff changed, and they took them out, yet yeah, the, the vehicle, the set itself was, uh, you know, already kind of designed and made, so to speak. Um, you know, Luke's land speeder... Uh, Yoda Starfighter, Jewel and Nibu, those have been out for a while. Um, those are actually from around, I think, the uh, winter 2017 um, mark. I remember in the Y-Wing as well. Though I, I remember those coming out then. Um, I got the, I mean, I remember I got the Y-Wing when it first came out. Uh, Luke's Landspeeder I got uh, not long after my daughter was born. So that was like four months later. So some of those I'm not surprised are going. Um, well, the rebel. So yeah, I'm not really surprised that some of the um, older Last Jedi sets are going as well. I mean, it has been two years. Um, what does shock me was the Resistance transport pod never really came down in price, um, and that was a forty, no thirty quid set, no forty quid set. For something that really wasn't that big, um, it was the first Lego set I reviewed on the blog, um, so you can have a look and find it there. Um, but yeah, it was really quite surprising that that never really dropped in price. Um, I mean, it's, the battle packs, I think those those can like kind of come and go pretty easily. Um, you know, a lot. What does shock me was that they are getting rid of the Imperial Patrol Battle Pack, which came out with Solo. Um, and seeing this is like the first battle pack that I've seen it that is actually a vehicle from a film, that is very shocking for me, or to me, that that's going. Yet, you know, we've got the, I think that, I can't remember the full name of the set, but it's the Jedi and Clones Battle Pack with Kiadi Mundi. And Barriss Offie and a couple of clones, you know, that's sticking around. Yet, whenever I see, you know, when, whenever I'm in like a like a local supermarket or uh, the local toy shop, I've always seen like an abundance of that set on the shelves. So it's surprising that that's not being retired because it doesn't come across as quite that popular. Um, the the fact that we've got a couple of the Freemaker Adventures uh, sets going. As as well, I, there's not really been much news about a third season of that, so I'm kind of wondering if, you know, they've put that that the that's been they've put the kibosh on the series, so they're you know getting rid of the sets. Now those two sets, they were from the second season, uh, which I think came out earlier this year. So it's like oh, okay, no more free makers it seems. Um, so yeah, that's the Lego. Uh, side of it all um 
One set that I'm re- I kind of I don't feel very surprised that is going is the uh, Jedi Starfighter with hyperdrive. Um, I don't know. I've really never. I love the Jedi Starfighter. Like that is probably one of my favorite vehicles from the prequel trilogy and uh, the prequel era um, content. Um, it it was actually I got that set when it first came the the original Jedi Starfighter set that came out in two thousand and two with Obi-Wan and R4, I got that set pretty much around the time that the toys came out for Attack of the Clones, and I loved it, and um, as I said in the podcast last week, I I got the, um, I got Anakin's uh, Jedi Starfighter from Clone Wars, which is essentially the same ship, just the uh, R2 um, unit is in a different position, um, but yeah, the the Jedi Starfighter with hyperdrive, I really can't get, I can't get excited for the set. Um, if you were to give us the set where it was just the Starfighter with a couple of minifigures, I would like totally grab that. I would totally buy that in an instant. But as soon as you kind of, you know, that's a twenty five pound set. You know, keep all of the minifigures. So keep Obi Wan, R four, Jango Fett, and Boba Fett. Keep all of those minifigures. With the with the just the Jedi Starfighter price that at thirty pound, I would buy that in an instant. But the fact that there is a, you know, a, you know a, a sixty sixty five pound hyperspace ring, um, which is essentially a bunch is like, it it it's just probably the one of the most repetitive uh, models I've seen. Um, I really can't get behind buying that anywhere near full price if they'd marked if that got marked down to about 50 maybe 60 quid i might have considered it but at 90 that is just way too much for what you get um and i don't really think the hyperspace ring looks all that great so um yeah that was a that was a complete no win for me um it doesn't shock me that that's going um, I've also, and that's recently turned up in my local Tesco, so I've had a really good look at it, and, like, it, there's something about, like, looking at Lego sets in pictures, and then, like, picking up the box and having a look at the pictures on the box itself, I, I don't know what it is, but, like, I always like to see, like, unless it's something I definitely know I'm gonna, I want to get, um, I like to see the pictures of them as well, like, I like to get the box, pick the box up, have a, have a look at that, and, even looking at the box for the Jedi fighter with hyperspace ring, I'm like, no thanks, no thanks, not a chance. Um, I mean, originally I wasn't fussed for getting the Anakin Starfighter, but then I saw it in a shop and I had a look at it and I thought, you know what, well, yeah, I like the look of that. So, you know, that's why I kind of put it on my wish list. Um, another another set that's turned up in my local supermarket is the um, is the Porg set uh for it's like 58 quid and you get like it's like a big pork and i really don't like it i I really don't think that the um it, it doesn't work for me there's something about it like porgs are meant to be really adorable and cute and if you look at the minifigure version of a pork i love it i want more of them um but i really i'm not keen on this big pork I don't think the face looks right. The dimensions just don't feel quite right for me. Um, so yeah, I'm like, mm, I can't really, 
and I like porgs. And if it looked a little cuter or something, maybe I'd go for it, but it just doesn't work for me. Um, so yeah, I won't be getting that. But yes, there's a, a whole ton of Lego sets that are being retired. So, if you are a Lego collector and you have your eye on any of these sets, I recommend getting in there as soon as possible. Um, sometimes uh, in, in January, the Lego store will do a sale. Um where the some of the retired sets will go down in price. I remember a couple of years ago, 20, 2017, um, I was able to get the Resistance Transport and um, the Rebels Vader's TIE Fighter and A-Wing set for 70 quid, and, you know, that was about... that was like 140 quid's worth of Lego uh, of normal price, and I got it down... I got it for 70. Um... So you can get some really good deals on there if the, if they drop the prices. So keep an eye out, but don't. I I, I really can't. I can't. I, I wouldn't say hold on and wait because some of these sets will probably go really quickly. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's it for the uh, Lego retirement. So um, in a second, I'm gonna jump into um, the hot topic of Raylo. So with Raylo, um, a couple of days ago, I um, I was listening to a podcast and uh, the host was talking a lot about Raylo. Now they're a Raylo shipper, uh, okay. I'm not going to hold that against them. Um, you know, I, I I appreciate every every Stars fan has their theories, um, but as Steel Saunders from the Steel Wars podcast says, uh, your Snoke theory sucks. Um, you know, sometimes theories are good, sometimes theories are bad, sometimes, you know, I like to ignore fan theories. But this one theory that keeps cropping up is Raylo. And I'm really not a fan of it. Um, and I'm not saying this because I don't like shipping or anything like that. Um, I mean, I don't look at franchises and go, oh, oh, I'm going to ship these characters, I'm going to ship these characters, but... Honestly, I I, there, I have a Star Wars ship. There is a ship that I want to see in Star Wars, and that is Poe and Finn. And I took to Twitter uh, the, the other day to ask what the official ship name for Poe and Finn are, is because, um, you know, you kind of, you do the, the melding of their names, and you get Pin and Foe, and I'm like, mm, those don't really work for me in terms of sh a ship. But, um... Uh, someone on Twitter told me it is Storm Pilot, so uh, uh, hashtag Storm Pilot for the win. Hashtag Storm Pilot for the win. Um, but yes, as I was saying, uh, Raylo, the whole Raylo theory, I, I really can't get behind the theory. Um, like, too much has happened between the two of them for the, for the theory really to play out um as a relationship i mean their interactions in the force awakens he basically you know attacks her mind damn you know pulls information out of her mind um kidnaps her does it again and you know the only good thing that came from that was that ray was able to kind of beat him you know fight him off with her mind, and was able to learn a bunch of stuff, you know, a bunch of force techniques, you know, but 
it just does, you know, that, that to me, like, the way he acts and the way he treats her is very abusive in, in, in The Force Awakens. And then you get to The Last Jedi, you know, it, it's, it just, he plays it so creepily. And I, I mean, I love Adam Driver. I think Adam Driver is fantastic in the film. The way he portrays Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, is fantastic. And, you know, everything that he does in that character, and he embodies the character. And, you know, how he how the character treats Ray. I really kind of... I think it would be detrimental to Ray's character if they made... Uh, if they had the two of them get together. Um, the, I mean, I'm... Or if... <laughs> If for some, if somehow, J.J. Abrams and um, is it Chris Terrio, who are right, who wrote Episode Nine, if those two have done a fantastic job of putting Ky- Kylo and Rey in a relationship, um, and it serves the story well, I'm all for it, and I will hold my hands up and say I was wrong. Um, but I, I mean, I. I've studied film, I've studied screenwriting, I've studied story structure and all of that, and I can't see any reason for, to progress the story for those two to become an item. The only reason that they would become an item is to continue the Skywalker bloodline. Um, and it has been stated by uh, Kathleen Kennedy that Episode 9 is the end of the Skywalker saga. So after Episode 9, no more Skywalkers. You know, does this mean that um, Ben Solo will will die because he's the he he is the the Skywalker of this trilogy, um, unless they pull a real fast one and Ray becomes a Skywalker or something like that. But the only the only that like I don't see that happening. Um, I don't know if Ben I don't know if Ben Solo will die at the end of nine or whatever, but. If this is the end of the Skywalker saga, why would we have Raylo happen? Because, like I said, the only reason to put them together is to make a baby Skywalker. So, um, yeah, that that's what kind of where I'm weighing in on Raylo. I, I, it seemed kind of random to put this in the podcast quite like this, but I just kind of it, I was talking about it earlier today with a couple of people. Um, and it's it's kind of been on my mind the past few days because of hearing this podcast and the host talking about Raylo quite a bit. Um, so yeah, that's just like my two cents on Raylo. Like I said, if I am wrong and they do a really good job at, with it, with Raylo, they put it into episode 9 and it works, um, then I will hold my hands up and say I'm wrong. Okay? I, can, I will admit it wholeheartedly. Um, but... Until I see episode 9, I'm very much hopeful that Raylo does not happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, there we go. There's uh, my Raylo thoughts and feelings. Just thought I'd get them out there. Um, so that's it for that bit. And in a moment, I'm going to tell you what I've been listening to this week in Star Wars podcasting. So this week on... Um, this week I've listened to, I was actually going to talk about another podcast, um, and I'd written it down in the show, in my show notes to talk about, uh, one podcast, but then, um, kind of on 
Monday, so I wrote my show notes on Sunday, I'm recording on Tuesday, so on Monday I kind of, I'd run out of, you know, new episodes to listen to of various podcasts, so I uh, downloaded a lot of episodes from another podcast uh, that has been, has now become my most listened to over the past kind of week or so, because I've not really listened to too many podcasts over the last week. So, kind of like, I've listened to this one podcast a lot. Uh, and that is uh, Steel Wars, uh, hosted by Australian comedian Steel Saunders. Now, I mentioned him earlier uh, when I was talking about um, theories and saying your snake theory sucks, uh, which was uh, a term he coined and put on T-shirts and stickers and it became a bit of a phenomenon. Um but yeah, I've been listening to a lot of episodes of Steel Wars um, of late. Now, Steel does a lot of Star Wars content. He, you know, he has a regular uh, show. Um, uh, he does. Uh, he does a kind of a chat show kind of thing on Fridays called Hyper Chat, where he gets other Star Wars podcasters on and. You know, they talk and take listener calls. He's done well over 150 episodes of the podcast. He's got an incredibly uh, popular Patreon um, Patreon site. He's you know where where he's got so many extra shows um, that you know he he really takes the podcasting uh, very seriously. Um, and I think he does a fantastic job with it. Um, so a lot of the episodes I've listened to have been some of his uh, reaction shows where he's gotten a, a group of people, a group of Star Wars fans from like from uh, various communities, and uh, they discuss the new films. Um, definitely, uh, one that I listened to today, actually, was um, The Last Jedi a month on. And where he's got like the fanboys director Carl Newman, um, editor in chief of MakingStarWars.net, um, Jason Ward, Entertainment Weekly's Anthony Bresnikan, um, oh, um, Laura Syracuse, who is a Rose Tico cosplayer, and I just, I can't remember the last person on the panel. Um, I really should have tried to remember it, but I can't. But I was listening to the show, and I absolutely loved it. I was listening to two other episodes of his podcast today, uh, one of which was an interview he did with Sam Witwer, who is the uh, voice of Darth Maul um, in Rebels and Clone Wars. Um, and I've downloaded even more episodes, uh, I, and... I first got into Steel Wars when uh, it was not long after Celebration Europe, and oddly enough, I'd actually seen Steel at Celebration Europe, not doing his podcast or anything, but he was in a he was in one of the panels that I was in that I I'd went to watch, and he was on his laptop and he he was doing some sort of work on the uh, on the show, like in the seat he was kind of in a seat just in front of me and I was like why what you're in the panel what you you're listening to a panel why are you working and I'm, and but you know that's neither here nor there he was doing his job um but uh it was not long after celebration I was kind of 
having a bit of a malaise for not being at Celebration, and he had done um, basically like daily podcast uh, about being at Celebration, doing a bunch of interviews, clips from panels, and I really love listening to those, and I've actually re-downloaded them again, I'm on my third time listening to them. That's how much I love these episodes because it just make, reminds me of being at Celebration. And I absolutely love it. Um, he's He does great interviews with various people. He even got Ben Mendelsohn to, on, on the podcast to discuss uh, his career and his stint as uh, director Orson Krennic from Rogue One. Um He's a really he's a great podcaster. He's a really he's a really decent guy. He's a he really supports the fan base, um, and he loves Luke Skywalker so much that in one episode that he he uh, after the Last Jedi that he recorded with his wife, he actually he's he's driving to uh, the airport to go to Melbourne to do a a pod, um, another like a live uh, reaction podcast. For the Last Jedi, and he is in tears because he talk. He's talking about how he was so happy that you know for of what happens with Luke Skywalker at the end of um, the Last Jedi. Not that Luke died, but Luke died going out a hero. Um, and he actually he was really kind enough. I I reached out to him when I was writing a blog post um, that I called hashtag Not My Luke Skywalker, in which I kind of went on a bit of a written rant about the about people who were talking, saying that Luke was portrayed wrong in The Last Jedi, um, and uh, he was very kind enough to let me um, kind of cite that podcast that, uh, that I just mentioned as, uh, you know, as kind of like evidence for why Luke and why, why Luke Skywalker was portrayed correctly. Um, so yes, if you are a fan of Star Wars podcasts, I highly recommend that you take a listen to some of Steel Saunders' uh, great episodes uh, on Steel Wars. Um, So yeah, that's it for what I've listened to this week. Maybe next week I'll go back to the podcast that I was going to talk about tonight. Um, But anyway, uh, that's it for this segment. And uh, in a second I'll be telling you what's coming up in the blog. Coming up in the blog over the next seven days. So on Friday coming up, we've got uh, the next part of the My Star Wars Life reviews. Um, this week I'm talking about Return of the Jedi. Um, it's been a long time coming, but I've finally gotten around to writing about Return of the Jedi. Um, so hopefully uh, you will enjoy the post about it. Uh, so please, 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 on Friday, take a look at that. And next Monday, um, I'm starting my Clone Wars Season 2 rewatch, and the first post of that is coming out, so My Star Wars Life Reviews Clone Wars Season 2, Disc 1, Part 1, which features the episodes Holocron Heist, Cargo of Doom, and The Children of the Force, uh, the, a great three-part arc, the open season two, definitely the highlight for me of that disc. Um, so yes, come on over to the blog, have a read of my thoughts and feelings of Return of the Jedi and its impact on me and my life. 
and my thoughts and feelings on the first few episodes of Clone Wars Season 2. So yes, that's, you can find those at www.mystarwarslifedebt.tk on Friday and then Monday, or if you come and join the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you can read those on Sunday, no, I'm sorry, on Thursday, so you could read that actually tomorrow, uh, and on Sunday for the uh, Clone Wars um for the clone wars blog post so yes uh like i said friday return of the jedi my star wars life debt re- life reviews and monday clone wars disc season two disc one part one another my star wars life reviews so yes come and check them out over at the blog or a day early for each one on the patreon go on you know you want to so yes Right, I'll be right back in a second with an announcement for something that's coming very, very soon. Coming soon to Patreon and our new Bandcamp site, the Life Debt Holiday Special, aka the Breaking of a Fan. Um, the other day I sat down, and actually it was on the seventeenth, on the seventeenth of November. 41 years to the day that it first aired, I watched the Star Wars Holiday Special for the first and only time. And I sat, I watched it, and as I watched it, I recorded my live reactions to the Holiday Special. So get on a stream of the Holiday Special and listen to me losing my mind over that uh, infamously awful um, two hour, well, hour and a half, but uh, including adverts, two hours of just Star Wars degradation. Um, so, for Patreon, that's coming out this weekend. So that will be out on Saturday, the twentieth, twenty first, twenty second, twenty third, twenty. So is it Saturday the 24th or Saturday 25th? It's it's coming out this weekend, uh, and that is for all members. So if you are a member of Patreon or you want to get get a, if you want to get on that one early, join up to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash my star was life debt. Um, and it's the $1 tier. We only have the $1 tier, and you will get to listen to that starting this weekend. If you don't want to sign up to Patreon... We are also, I'm also releasing it on uh, Bandcamp, Uh, more information for that will come out soon, Um, and that'll be towards the beginning of December, and that will be going online for uh, the price of $3, so roughly £1.50-ish, so less than the price of a cup of coffee, and it'll be about an an hour and a half worth of content, so... And essentially, you're basically listening to a man losing his mind over some of the worst stuff ever committed to television. Um, it's re- I, I really enjoyed recording it, despite the fact of really not liking the holiday special. Um, I think there's some really good, fun stuff in there. And um, please, 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 uh, either join the Patreon or pick it up at Bandcamp. And please uh, enjoy the breaking of a fan. Um, 
So that's it for this week. No resistance review this week. Uh, I was I've been unable to get a chance to watch the latest episode. So um, and I feel like I've kind of got enough content going on this week anyway. So without further ado, I would like to remind everyone that you can visit the blog at www.mystarwarslifedebt.tk. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for My Star Wars Life Debt. Join the group and please, please, please join in the conversations. You can follow me on Twitter at, uh, at bloodyorm, B-L-O-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E. You can email the podcast and the, sh- and the blog at lifedebtpodcast at outlook.com. Uh, please, please, please rate and review the show on your podcatcher of choice. We're on a number of podcatchers, um, but if you visit anchor.fm forward slash my Star Wars Life Debt, you can find the pod, uh, you know, find the podcatchers. Uh, you'll find your podcatcher of choice and get and subscribe to the podcast through that. Um, and please, please, please rate and review. Uh, the more ratings and reviews we get, the more people will get to see the podcast. And the more people get to see the podcast, it means the more people will listen to the podcast. And uh, that's that's ultimately what we really, really want, isn't it? More and more listeners. Um, so, of course, yes, rate and review the show. And if you are a member of Anchor.fm, it's a free service. To, it's free to join. Um, so if you've signed up to Anchor.fm, just find My Star Wars Life Debt on there. And you can leave us a voicemail so you could actually get on the show, which would be pretty cool. It would be nice to hear from some fans. Um, so, yes, please, please, please like, share, comment, um, rate, review, uh, email, everything. Please, please, please just get in touch somehow. It would be really nice to hear from some fans. And uh, without further ado, I'm going to say it. Punch it, Chewy.